Hey, everybody. Well, here we are again. It's me, Steve Simonson, uh, your old buddy, and the Awesomers.com podcast. Uh, this is episode number 199, by the way, so Awesomers.com slash 199. I'll probably put some links that we may talk about in today's episode. Now, we're doing this both live uh, on Facebook and YouTube, uh, as well as, uh, of course, playing it back and, and having the audio version later on podcast uh, platforms or formulas. I'm not sure what you call them. I guess they're platforms. Um, in any case, uh, I've, I've, uh, a special guest and I have uh, organized a time to just hop on here as quick as we could to just talk about some of the news that, that hit today. Uh, and uh, my apologies here, folks. Uh, the uh, <laughs> my computer will not stop <laughs> sending me messages when I'm uh, when I'm live. I got to figure out how to hit the do do not disturb on this computer. Um, in any case, the the point is uh, we're going to talk. Uh, Paul Raffleson should be joining me here anytime. We're going to talk about the indictments against uh, some of the Amazon sellers and, and service providers. And uh, and what that might mean for you guys. Uh, so let me just set the stage by saying this is not about schadenfreude, right? And for those who may not be native English or perhaps German speakers, uh, schadenfreude is when you're happy when some, some misfortune strikes someone else. That's not what this is. And typically that an example of schadenfreude would be, uh, hey, your uh, ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend's house burnt down. Uh, and you're happy about that. that. That's not what this is. Um, and by the way, it's not a great thing anyway. Uh, this is an awareness call and a and a wake-up call, I think, uh, as well, for the people who are engaging in skullduggery and tomfoolery and, well, frankly, downright illegal behavior. And I have to say, we've talked about this before um, on this podcast and in other forums where it's not worth the risk, right? People keep saying, uh, you know, well, I'm nothing's happened so far. Uh, so, you know, why not? Right. And if, if nobody's going to take action, you'd be dumb not to, to take action. So let me, let me get Paul to, to pop in. And by the way, we're doing this, uh, kind of the last minute little thing. Uh, Paul, good, uh, evening to you, sir. Yeah. Sorry for the, uh, the dress code here. It's late here. I was, I was not expecting, uh, to be back in back, back in lawyer mode today. This has been, uh, <laughs> well, on behalf of the audience, let me just say I'm outraged. Uh, it's uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I uh, appreciate the uh, the five o'clock shadow. I don't, yeah. got, what kind of uh, what what do you got going there? Wawa. It's a right. Philadelphia. It's a Philadelphia institution. I've heard of it. I guess I just don't know anything about it, which uh, follows along my axiom zero. I don't know nothing about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, I was just setting a little bit of context here that this is not, in fact, uh, a Schadenfreude call where you and I are running around uh, talking about why this is uh, why we're happy about this. But I am happy about this type of action. But we're going to assume that the defendants are innocent until proven guilty. Fair, fair point. Yeah, these are allegations at this point, obviously. So um, we can't, you know, say what they definitely did, or you know, we're just going off of these allegations. And and really, the point is to talk about the consequences for the Amazon sellers because there's account protection moves you're going to make because Amazon's going to assume that they're guilty. I, I think Amazon had a lot to do with this investigation. Uh, I think they were probably actively involved. So. Uh, this is really about how you can be protected. This isn't about, you know, you know, shame on you or anything like that, because we don't know. 
Yeah, yeah. And so uh, when when we talk about this, this is us just having a conversation. And I want to be super clear that, like, I the behaviors that are alleged, I'm outraged by. I want them to stop, and anybody who's guilty of them should, you know, be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law and maximum impact as fast as possible. So the, the things that we're talking about, and we'll go through some of the uh, allegations here, um, and then maybe talk about why that matters to sellers right now, particularly sellers who may have engaged some of the service providers involved and, and those impacts. Is that fair to say, Paul? Good? That's a serious concern right now. I think that's very fair to say. Yeah, let's, let's, that's, I think that's the right approach, 100%. Everybody know how my chair is higher than Paul's on the screen? Uh, I've, I've got one. Maybe I'm higher. I, I, here, I'll, I'll scoot, scooch down. So it's audio, you can't see it. But. I've got a picture of Ronnie Reagan behind me. I don't want that to be a political statement. It's an old GE monogram uh, advertisement. I used to work for GE. It was a gift when I left. It's all that. I mean, I just don't want to bring politics into this. I want people to see it. <laughs> the polarized world these days. It's like, it's like I just don't want to invoke any any elements of politics. I, I do my best to control. My clients are on both sides of, of everything. So. I, I just have resigned to a life of neutrality as much as possible. Uh, well, as a supporter of the GE monogram series, I'm I'm uh, outraged that you uh, uh, talked about. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't have to. I mean, it's. I'm gonna hold another way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let me. Uh, I'll try to pull it. So Paul and I have been, um, you know, uh, reflecting on this here just uh, in the past uh, recent time, and and I said. We, we exchange the idea that there are some impact and some uh, action items uh, sellers may need to consider. So, but we need to set some context for people who are not fully up to speed, right? You've read the, probably the press release, Paul, maybe a news article or, or more as have I, I've even scanned the, the indictment itself. And, and we may, uh, let me just share my screen here. And we'll yeah, just hit that. I can get through the entire indictment. I'm just like, uh, you know, but I, I've, uh, I scanned it and, and, um, I mean, I've committed it to memory, so uh, yeah. don't worry. Uh, everything will be fine. So uh, I know it's maybe hard for you guys to read. Let me see if I can zoom in on that screen. So it, it says basically um, six indicted in connection with multi-million dollar scheme to bribe Amazon employees and contractors. Uh, and then they their subtitle is consultants to Amazon Marketplace merchants paid over 100,000 in bribes to secure – uh, an unfair competitive advantage worth more than $100 million. And this, by the way, is the headline from the Department of Justice. This is their press release, right? Yeah, no, straight out of, straight from the website, straight from the yeah. website. This is, this is, uh, um, and with their link to the indictment at the bottom for anyone who wants to read it um, and, and get more information on the allegations. But uh, yeah, it does a pretty good job of explaining what's, what, what, what's being alleged here. Yeah, and so I've, I'll pull that up here in a minute. First of all, I want to I'm going to talk to their marketing people because it says they paid over a hundred thousand bribes. They're not wrong, uh, based on the allegations. But in one case alone, they paid two hundred thousand dollars, and and we'll maybe dive into that one just a little bit because you know for for sellers out there who are not mixed up in this kind of uh, shenanigans or maybe it's shenanigans because it's plural, the the idea of paying $200,000 to unsuspend your account may seem insane, but I, I think the headline here is the, these guys over the course of time, these sellers um, accrued $100 million worth of sales as a result of kind of their unfair competitive edge. And again, this is what's been alleged. 
That's a serious, serious return on investment. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, um, yeah, that this is a temptation to anybody who doesn't who doesn't believe that that the the that they'll ever be caught. And just before you're able to join, I specifically was talking about the idea that you know I, I I'm a pretty much a white hat guy. Like I don't mind breaking rules, but not laws, right? So if Amazon goes. Hey, uh, never send an email to a customer. It's like, eh, maybe I send an email to a customer. I'm not breaking any laws there. Maybe Amazon gets mad. Maybe they don't. Um, but I'm not going to break a law where it's like, uh, you know, I'm going to jail. That's my my policy. I'm not going to jail. So, well, I, as a as a lawyer, you know, licenses, we we tend to stay on the side of the law where we advise our clients not to break it. And you'd be surprised how many times this question came. I mean, I'm not how specific is involved that rumors you know swirling for a long time and I, i'm really disappointed to hear hear that there's there's this this allegation that there may be more substance to them than you know the rumors have led to but you know we we had been asked about that i mean i can't tell you how many times clients in fact somebody just pinged me today and said you know thank you for for like explaining it to me because i would have probably been named in this thing if it wasn't for you um bribery is illegal like that's what we tell our clients i mean it's just you can't do it uh, if you know what's going on or, you know, you, you can't even be willfully blind to it. You can't be like, you know, well, you know, uh, I don't know why they wanted me to give them an extra $10,000. I just gave them an extra $10,000. It's called willful blindness. Of course, you, you knew you had you had you, you certainly had reason to know what was going on there. Um, and, and we always, you know, it, it, it's sort of frustrating because, you know, obviously we can't, you know, we help our clients and our sellers, you know, with our suspended accounts. Like we don't have this magic bullet and and you know it, it, and you know sometimes it's like just be you know we need to go to go there and we would just explain like this is a really bad idea you're gonna get caught it's a matter of time i mean it's it's almost become a known secret that this may be happening you know and and it's obvious I mean, amazon's gonna know who hired these you know that, that's the thing amazon's gonna know who hired them and, and it's really easy. And you, and you just have to know a little bit about how Amazon works on the back end, right? And 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 that's what I'm concerned about. I don't want to judge things, but I'm happy to go through what, what my concern is on that front for, for people who did engage uh, any of these consultants or any other consultant who may be may have had a similar business practice and may not have yet been named, but may soon well, be let me, let me tease that here because again, I, I even I, I'm getting sidetracked myself. Um, the the fact is, we're going to talk a little bit here in, later. We're not intending this to be a, a twelve hour presentation. This is just us having a conversation. But we're going to talk about why we think that if you've engaged in this kind of uh, behavior or these kind of service providers, things that you may need to prepare yourself for. And if you haven't, uh, you at least need to be aware of what's been happening, why it's happening, and then you know maybe there's maybe there's hope that these things will be. Um, dealt with more aggressively. I, I know that that is the number one problem that people have is they say, well, if everybody's doing these naughty things and getting away with it and, and I don't do it, then I'm the fool, right? That's, that's kind of a, uh, that, that's kind of people's uh, mentality. And it's like, no, everybody gets caught eventually. Everybody gets never, caught. Yeah, it doesn't end well, you know, especially in this, in this day and age where everything you do is tracked and no, you know, it's like, there's no secret, you know, once it's done, it's done. It's, there's a record of it. it it's, it's like, you're going to get caught. It's just a matter of time. I and mean, we kind of knew that this was eventually going to happen. Um, and uh, that there, there was going to be an investigation and, and this would be quite, uh, 
we've been hearing about it so much. It's, it's like I said, it, it's, it's almost became like an open thing, but you can't talk about it because, you know, you know, I, I, I have no basis personally to know that this is or isn't happening, but you know, you hear things. So, um, yeah. So I have firsthand seen, a, you know, takedown attacks and, um, Paul, are you familiar with the takedown attack uh, concept? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, all the, the, I mean, all of them, I'm not the suspension guy on my team. My partner, Jeff is, but I mean, we've seen all the dirty black hat tactics and things like that, that you name it. Um, we're, there's just, um, it's, it's just astounding what, 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 what we've seen. It's, it's like, it's like war stories, you know, I feel like a veteran, like I have stories, you know, this was, this was this. Well, the so, thing is there, there's, there are a bunch of these kind of anecdotes, right? And that's that and until you have some sort of legal consequence, that's all they are, right? If Amazon doesn't take action and the, the law doesn't take action, then what do you do? So um, just to, again, to kind of frame the issue. So these indictments came down. Uh, there's, uh, we'll share the links. I'll actually share the links here in a second into the comments. Uh, but here's what a takedown. Uh, so th the allegations are that these folks were not just involved in bribing. They were involved in anti-competitive behavior, like s they call them self-styled takedowns. And so I'm going to add this to the uh, screenshot. So uh, uh, I guess it doesn't help if we go full screen. So basically a takedown is when they took over somebody's listing and they put up, you know, derogatory or, you know, pornogra uh, pornographic. They didn't include that in the indictment, but any kind of things that would essentially destroy that listing. Like if you're selling a throw blanket, you're probably not going to get a lot of sales if that's your main image, right? And and this is they actually referred to some of these as the mask. You know, we may have to do a mask on, on somebody, and that they would threaten their competitors. Um, again, all allegedly. I'm not a, a, a lawyer, and and uh, Paul speaking, you know, not as a lawyer here, but just as a human, right, Paul? Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to give you my legal insight as, as an attorney, but I, I have no involvement in this matter. And so I'm just your friendly neighborhood. Yeah, this is a radio conversation, right? This is this is like, uh, like I said, it's like lawyer on a radio show. You know, we're not giving legal advice or, or, or feedback here. We're just having a conversation, you know, yeah. and how to share. Yeah, I thought some of the some of the takedown practices were pretty ridiculous. I mean, I thought it was crazy. They were sh deleting tracking numbers like like completely out of existence. Um, uh, I mean, just it was just it was just really crazy to the extent that they were doing this, and that well, it wasn't just bribery in the sense of I, I want my account reinstated. It was bribery and just a total corrupt uh, and morally bankrupt way to just gain an edge competition. And uh, you know, this is you know, I suspect the majority of people that probably used these services. I, I mean, some of these services probably just wanted their account back. But for those who really want that extra, I mean, I don't have a lot of empathy, especially for, for those folks who really, you know, engage in these tactics knowingly that I just think it's, it's part of the problem. You know, it's part of part of the issue of, of you know, you know, sell it. I, I, I you know, with the online merchants, Guild, I'm very protective of the seller reputation, right? I represent a community and stories like this, because it makes sense. Right, it makes us look right, like like we're we're not good people, right? And yeah, I know and let me let me just pop in there, Paul. So your your connection seems to go in and out here, but just to recap that point, I think you were making, which is if we all, you know, these activities and behaviors make all of us look bad, right? So it pulls down the whole industry, as it were, not just um, that individual uh, merchant or that individual 
uh, bad player who, who, you know, did these, uh, these things that are, are really terrible. So uh, uh, give me a sound check, Paul. How do we hear you? How about now? Yeah, you sound terrific. I love the wall. Uh, they had to fix my internet today, so it's supposed to be better. Okay. <laughs> well, at this moment, I think it's great. Let's say hello, some hellos. Uh, we've got uh, Andrea, who I'm going to say is up in Canada. Uh, hello, Andrea. Then we got uh, Andy, who is Pennsylvania, maybe. Yeah, and he's uh, cheaters gonna pay. Uh, that's good. Yeah, if uh, if uh, proven guilty, I hope they do pay. And by the way, I will just tell you in some of my um, murmurings that I've picked up today, because this has obviously uh, been quite a uh, a breaking news story. Uh, this is just the first shoe. Uh, the, the, there's more to come here, is uh, what I've been told. So whether that's true or not, I don't know. Um, so. But let's talk about Paul. Let's get to the 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 core of it. Uh, oh, actually, we got a couple more uh, uh, hellos. Um, we got uh, Andrea. She knows who you are, right? Hi, and uh, we'll roll sellerbasics.com uh, and talk about that program here a little bit. Um, Andy points out when we were in China, I said, "Yeah, push the envelope, but do never never go to prison." Right. So again, like Amazon deciding what is a a rule, right? And by the way, I don't break, you know, Amazon rules that would uh, suspend me or, or things like that. But there's things that they so they do and they say, like, don't manipulate um, sales, you know, bestseller ranking. Fair enough. But if I run a special and bestseller ranking goes up, is that manipulation? One could argue it is, it isn't. Uh, I say it isn't. And, and so, but that has nothing to do with legal stuff. I'm never going to go to jail for that. Uh, so I'm not looking for uh, any endorsement there, Paul. And uh, oh, Andrew knows who you are. There's... Even like, oh, look at that. Yeah, even, even like the second account thing. Like, I mean, I know people do second accounts. There's nothing. I don't think there's not. You know, it's it's a violation of Amazon terms and services to have a second account. The way the indictment writes it is a little scary, but I think it's the way in which they were procuring second accounts um, and sort of circumventing uh, certain channels in Amazon that you know, through, again through their bribery, that 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 became a problem. I mean, I, I do know that some sellers have second accounts. I'm not endorsing it. Uh, it's highly risky uh, unless you go through the approval process to have a second account. But um, and and you know usually there's no need for a second account because Amazon will usually grant you one if the purpose is you know separation of businesses, right? Like if you're not selling, you're not trying to just game the buy box to get multiple multiple shots at the buy box. Um, you know you just you have different product lines. You want separate accounts. Like that's usually doable on an up above board way. So. Um, you know, but, you know, we know people do it, um, but that's not the same as like bribing Amazon employees to sort of like validate your second account. You know, that, that's that's yeah. another level. Well, it surely is. Uh, you know, I definitely have more than one account, but each is for a different business, right? Each has its right. own. We don't sell the same products and try to game the system. So one's legitimate, one's not. And and those uh, behaviors should be more and more clear. So uh, let's talk about if, if so some of these folks in the indictment, some of which, by the way, I've met personally, I, I don't have a, yeah. a, you know, a, a lot of history there, but, you know, I've been to the, the uh, New York uh, uh, get together. And by the way, best buffets ever. I mean, you know, the, the, my biggest concern is that, you know, this guy's found guilty and that buffet goes away. Um, I know that may be diminishing the, the purpose, but I'm telling you, that was the best food ever. Look at Paul. He's like, this is an outrage. <laughs> How am I even associated with this guy? He's not, not everyone. He's, he's outraged. 
if you can't laugh though sometimes i mean it's like it, it's actually heartbreaking because i do i do know ed i mean i i talked to he's a he's a nice guy and uh i just you know it's hard like i i mean i, I don't know it's just it's just hard to i i can't, I can't i'm kind of at a because really yeah i've been to the same events and uh run into him in other events and and, and on a personal level he's a very warm person actually and and I'm sad to see this. Like, it's just not like you don't want this to happen to anybody. But that's right. What do you do? I mean, again, the allegations, the allegations. You know, who knows? Maybe there's there's an explanation. I, I don't. I don't know. But yeah, it, and that's, that's um, the point. Is uh, the the facts will come out in in uh, court. But if if you have engaged some of these service providers, whether it's these uh, particular uh, defendants or others who say that they can go get rid of negative reviews or get suspensions and they they're using these cloak and dagger tactics there's a potential problem for you uh even if you're not currently uh, uh, <laughs> uh let's say named in this indictment uh let's talk about you know how amazon will look at some of these types of you know service providers or perhaps there are other clients that they haven't you know that are not part of the news what, what's the what's the situation uh paul as you see. Yeah. It. So I have a little bit of inside baseball and TRMS and, and, and how Amazon works because I, I used to be married to a seller performance person. And so I, not so much for my wife, but I used to hang out with those people. I mean, that was my circle of friends in Seattle. I worked at Microsoft, but all of my coworkers were kind of like, you know, had kids and they were, you know, and all the Amazon people were kind of more my age. And so I tended to, we tended to go out and hang out with the Amazon people more than the Microsoft people and, and, you know, the whole crew was the seller performance team, right? You know, people who, some of whom are consultants uh, right now. So, I mean, I've kind of had insight into this program. I don't have any insight or anything. And obviously our firm would never engage in anything like that. Cause again, we understand the consequences and it's illegal that to boot. Um, but here's the problem. I mean, Amazon for one, they track everything. Like every click, everything you do internally, they're they're tracking it as an employee, right? They know everything. Okay, this technology's only gotten more sophisticated. So, here's the problem: you're, let's say, you hired a consultant who, whether you knew or not, did something that wasn't on the up and up. Here's so there's facts. When cases get sent into the sub performance team or whomever, right? They go through a queue. Right, it's a queued system, right? So, in theory, there's no reason why a seller performance employee or whoever the seller review um, notice person is should ever look at your account unprompted, right? There should be an email that's connected. You know, maybe there was an email back and forth, or or um, uh, where'd Steve go? By the way, or am I? Am I still there? Yeah. Right, I was like, so enamored by your point that I zoomed in on you. Sorry, buddy. Uh, that was very good camera work. Very, uh, it's very, it's like Stanley Kubrick. You know, it's very good, very good. Um, so there's no reason why they would ever look at your account unprompted. So right then and there is a dead giveaway. Like if there's you know a few bad Apple employees who were paid as the sort of employee, and your account was you know looked up. Right. And 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 things were done to it and it wasn't part of the ordinary order of the queue. You know, that's supposed to be evenly distributed across a lot of employees. Right. There are a ton of employees in different time zones all over the world who handle these things. Um, 
that's going to be a red flag right there. So they're, and that's the first thing Amazon's going to look at. They're going to say, okay, who were the employees that were taking the bribes, supposedly? And what accounts did they look at? And which of those accounts were part of their ordinary queue of accounts that they were supposed to handle and just the, the random order of things? And which ones were like sort of special lookups? It's kind of like, remember when Facebook first started, you know, people, there was this, this whole scandal about how you, anybody at Facebook could just look up anybody's profile. Right. It's like, well, what business do you have looking up anybody's profile, right? I mean, it's, it's, you're not supposed to do that and eventually they lock it out. It's sort of gonna be the same issue here. It's gonna be like, what business did you have looking at Joe Smith's account when Joe Smith was nowhere in your queue, right? Like, why did you do that? And then make these changes. And so there's gonna be a lot of dead giveaways. And I'm obviously don't know enough about the inside. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there, it, there's more. I'm sure Amazon knows every single account that was involved because they were probably feeding this information to the government to insulate themselves um, when they when they found out about it, when enough information had been provided. Um, but you know, the concern I have is, you know, think about ReviewGate, right? What happened after, you know, whenever there's a service that gets implicated, right? Like an incentive review service, right? Usually what happens, Amazon starts suspending every seller who used that service, and then you get the process to get your account back. So I do worry about the backlash and you do have to be careful in this one um, about, you know, how you handle this going forward because, the, you know, this is a legal issue, right? This is not a consultant issue. This is one of the reasons why, you know, again, self-serving as it may be, being that we went to law school, but we always tell our clients, you know, or, or you know, potential clients, like there's a reason why we think you should work with lawyers because most of the issues you deal with on suspension actually are legal issues. IP related matters have a legal, there's a legal thing. Somebody who's legally trained really isn't the same as an attorney. You don't get a privilege, right? So first of all, like if you want to tell what happened, if you tell what happened, there's no privilege, right? They can, they could force that person to testify and tell, and tell you what you said. We actually have a, a special privilege as attorneys where anything you tell us, it, we don't have, we can't tell it to the government. The government can't force us to tell it, right? It's actually kept secret under law. Otherwise, how would, who would trust their attorneys, right? That's, it has to work that way. So, you know, if, if you have used one of these services, I would just say get in touch with the lawyer. Um, obviously, you know, we're on top of this, we know what's going on. So I would say contact us and let us know and let's have a conversation about what went on how much you know involved were you, and and we'll come up with a plan of action, for lack of a better word, for how to address it. You know, if if, if yeah. Amazon does come down on you, what are we going to do, right? If somebody from the government reaches out to you, what are we going to do? Um, you know, let's let's evaluate your case. But it, it's really important that you do this, and and I feel like, for lack of a, I feel crappy because I feel like how self-serving is I'm coming on this thing and and crapping on this thing and saying you need to hire a lawyer, and look here I am. I get that, but it's important. Like, what do you want me to uh, do? Yeah, but let me let me reframe that, buddy. So, first of all, Paul gives and gives and gives, and then then he's uh, my on-demand expert, and I'm the one who asks him to come on because I know people need lawyers, right? Too often they don't think about that. Too often they don't think about representation. I have a fleet of lawyers, by the way. I got you know lawyers for this and lawyers for that. There's a fleet of lawyers because there's these specialties. And, and I do want to call people's attention. So uh, to, to you, you have a sellerbasics.com, which is, is kind of like a suspension insurance plan, right? They just pay some monthly amount. And if they run into trouble, you help them. Is that true? Uh, do I understand it right? Yeah. Seller Basics is actually really cool. It's, um, it's like a $99 a month program where um, 
a lot of our services are just because we're trying to dispel the myth that legal because I think part of the problem is everyone just assumes lawyer I'm, I'm going to be on I'm going to be in for 40 grand obviously we're not going to be in business in this market uh, you know uh, if we're, we're the most expensive uh, option for sellers and so sometimes they revert to consultants who tend to be sometimes more expensive than us so we created seller basics as sort of like as an insurance approach it's not insurance because we don't insure any losses but what we do is we basically provide a discount of our services. So like if somebody gets one of those IP complaints, you know, it's like 150 bucks as a member for us to, to go after the brand owner and seek retraction. The coolest thing we have, the coolest service we have is the suspension service because we charge $750 for account suspensions as opposed to like when price gouging was happening, some of these non-lawyer consultants were charging five grand to help people. And you talk about price gouging, you know, non-lawyer telling on making it that you're yeah, and we got Robot Raffleson uh, making another appearance here, Paul. So oh, no. Let me just jump in for a minute. I can see you again. I think you're good, but I want to just restate that point. So um, there are service providers. In fact, part of this indictment points out that they're going to pay somebody. Again, the allegation is that they're going to pay somebody 5500 bucks, and the service provider is going to throw in 1000 bucks for themselves because, you know, that's what, you know, profit's profit. So that's a $6,500 situation. Uh, these guys charge 750 if that event rears its ugly head. But with Seller Basics, there's there's a it's you get one a year included in your plan. Is that right? Actually, we've gone better than that. So it's 750 dollars for the right for the first year. Hmm. Okay, and every month we take a little off that 750. And here's where it gets good because we're we're as we've grown. You know, this started as kind of an experiment. We're like, you know, how can we make legal access more affordable and accessible to our members? Yeah. And we're looking at the numbers we're like, you know what, let's just stop charging for seller account suspensions. So actually, after the first year, that $750 is fee is waived. And what does an account suspension mean? It means everything possible other than arbitration. It means however many emails and, and letters to uh, seller performance, letters to Amazon Legal, if we have to do an executive appeal, like okay, a Jeff Bezos email, which is Supreme Court, we do whatever is human Thank me. Only okay, if. So, hang on, robot. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's time to call the cable company again. Uh, yeah. Let me just uh, get just take a, a palate cleanser there, and let, I'll try to reframe that point one more time. So, again, what I like about the Seller Basics concept is that they have this monthly subscription. So, I would just call it peace of mind because instead of going, oh no, this happened, what am I going to do? You already have a plan, you're ready. And it's actual legal counsel, not just somebody who you don't know what they're doing, right? They have uh, fiduciary legal uh, responsibilities. And then this, uh, over the course of the year, if you're having a suspension, uh, they're, they're, they got your back, right? And, and that's part of the thing. And then in the future, and wh whatever dollars change hands, that's, that's not the important part of this conversation. It's, I say you need, you got to have some protection. You, got, you need to think proactively, everybody, not reactively. It's so first of all, don't engage in behavior is going to get into, into trouble. But even when you don't, and this is the part of Amazon that I dislike, you suspensions happen, right? And things happen, particularly when uh, bad guys make stuff up, right? They, they talk about in this uh, indictment how the guys set up the global legalservices.com or whatever and would make IP complaints against people to take them down. That's another form of taking oh, yeah. 
So there's lots of naughty things happening. So let, let's give you another uh, run at it, Paul. Uh, no, yeah. So financials aren't important. But why do people? Yeah, need so we, you know, we using the statistics and data. We we were comfortable that you know some suspensions are going to be easy, some suspensions are going to be hard. So we love this idea of after a year, as long as you maintain your $99 a month membership, you'll never pay for a suspension after your first year. Okay. So no, but but what I like about it is that you've got these unlimited consultations, right? So ask a lawyer before you take action. Ask a lawyer before you do something. Ask a lawyer after you do something, you know, in case you're worried about it. You know, is my LLC good? Is it appropriate for me? I'm worth, you know, I, I have a home, I've got kids, I got I got a business worth a million dollars. Is it appropriate for me to have the legal Zoom LLC I formed five years ago? That's a 15-minute consultation. Those are unlimited included in, in the program, just on a per-topic basis. So because we just want people to call, we want people to reach out to us and use it. And I actually think that's the benefit people use the least. And I wish they would use it more. That's I, I do. That's one of the like, that's for everybody listening and paying attention and playing it back and whatever. The the lack of you having counsel is what Paul said. We're all afraid of that kind of unlimited bill that shows up, right? And and they they have solved that problem. This is why you know for the last couple of years I've always been an advocate for Paul and the stuff that he was doing. And and Paul and Jeff and company have set up. The seller basics. I'm I'm a fan of it. And again, this is not about seller basics specifically. It is about you as a seller getting a strategy so that you can be proactive. And by the way, if you've gotten some uh, naughty stuff that's happened, it's time to come to Jesus. Uh, get to a lawyer. I recommend Paul for sure and his firm, and talk to them. Tell them what you've done, and then figure out what you need to do to carry on and go forward. This is really really important. Uh, Paul, uh, let's see if, how uh, the robot channel is doing. Hello. Oh, perfect. Beautiful. Hello. Hi, Fidel. Okay. Uh, maybe if I move less. I don't know. What's the? I don't know why. It's not movement. It's just it's just bandwidth uh, ups and downs. No no big deal. I don't know. Yeah. So much for the cable upgrade. Um, I live in such a terrible part of the country when it comes to internet. I don't know why. You'd think it'd be good, but you know, I'm right outside New York City, you'd think it'd be really good internet, but for some reason. We can't get great can't get great internet we can get okay internet so so this problem you have a monopoly only one choice um but anyway uh no i appreciate that steve i think that i, I just think it is important you know we we spend we, we've been really dedicated to the law practice of amazon and that's so different than any other law practice that that i've ever seen just the issues are the way you think about has to be told and uh you know, encourage you know people to join the program, or if you don't want to join the program, and just you know want to meet us or learn more, come and, and you know, let's talk about issues. And, and certainly, if, if if you did engage one of these companies, like I've got to be, I got to overcome my own insecurity about using this opportunity. Like, is looking at this as like an opportune time, and just say like it's really important for you as a company to get help, right? Because this is an issue that I'm very worried about this. Every client who asked me about YouTube like this implicated. Okay, everybody. So I'm going to jump in here again. Uh, ah. The robot's running amok, but just give me a second, uh, Paul, to uh, reframe this. So this, first of all, I, I think this indictment itself should serve as a warning call for anybody who's uh, considering engaging in bad stuff. That's point number one. Uh, Point two is if you have done anything or have been a part of anything that is remotely has the potential to be 
uh, viewed in this uh, illegal context, get with a lawyer and get it right. And, and even if you haven't, it's time to make sure that you have good counsel. This is a strategic CEO decision where you go, I don't want to be alone. When, when the trouble hits, I don't want to be alone. I need somebody with me. That's why you have really good lawyers. And the best part of that whole equation is you don't have to mortgage your house. You don't have to give up 50% of the equity in your company. You just have to pay a monthly fee, and now you have peace of mind forever. And I, I will tell you, Paul, I, I'm going to kick it over to you right after this. One of the lawyers I hired back in the dot-com era, great firm, great people, We they had to interview us during the dot-com boom. We were a dot-com. And not only did they say, here's the rates we're going to charge you. We're not negotiating about that. We also want warrants in your company, right? They're, they're charging for that. We had to give up equity uh, potentially, you know, uh, via stock warrants. So the, the difference in how you guys approach it, you're very fair. You think of the sellers first. And uh, I think that's really great. So uh, anyway, I'm, I'm a huge fan and it's it's of, of world class uh, caliber legal talent. So, Paul, uh, let's see how your connection is. All right, I tried ear pods. Is that working any better? Sounds good. All right, maybe it's the coming through the camera. I don't know, but no, I appreciate the kind words, Steve. I really do. I mean, this is fun for me. I mean, it's not fun to see stuff like this happen, but I mean, the practice, this, this developing this practice is it was it was a it was a it was a strange life path that I was not one I expected to take. So, I mean, uh, I'm I'm lucky and feel glad that you did. Uh, as uh, I don't know if that was a natural break or just. Uh, uh, pixel lighted on you, but no. So, uh, let, let's, yeah. let's in. Uh, go ahead, Paul. No, no, I'll just say, so yeah, no, I, I do. I appreciate every opportunity I have to serve our clients. I think it's really, um, uh, you know, for me, this is cutting edge stuff that hasn't figured it out. Uh, and, and, you know, for somebody, I'm a, I'm a big believer in fate because of, because of my path of the last three years, because, you know, the fact that, something as stupid as, 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 as benign as state and local tax law and the foundations behind that having mass impact across all of e-commerce the similar concepts uh just odd odd turn of events you know it truly is yeah, it truly is uh for those who don't know uh politician you go to awesomers.com slash three he was episode number three of the awesomers.com podcast this is episode number 199 by the way so wow. there's been a couple since then um but you can hear some great stuff about Paul's origin story. Uh, although I will uh, warn you, some of the sales tax stuff we talked about at the time has changed since the uh, law has changed. Yeah, the, the law has changed. It's not over yet. We're we're actually working on a new filing very soon this month. That we will file something soon this month. Yeah, always hard. always things happen, and uh, but make sure you take legal advice uh, on a timely basis. So, uh, if yeah. you guys watch and have questions, please get those in. Uh, let me just put in a couple things here. So uh, Andrea asks, are they going to out the brands involved? So I think that's basically the brands that are involved in the indictment. You know, they're, they're discussing things like client one, victim one, client two, victim two. Paul, what's the, what's the situation on that? Do they uh, make those public at some point or do we just have to try to decode it or how does that work? I think they do. I don't think this is over. I mean, I think they're just getting warmed up here. I think this was the first strike to you know, stop the practice. But I think, uh, I, I think, you know, they're going to be looking at it case by case and they're going to be looking for the most egregious, you know, if the story's got legs, like if it's got, a, if there's a story behind it, if, you know, it's going to depend on how much did the, did the client know 
what was going on, right? I mean, there's going to be certain, there's going to be more to this indictment, my guess. There's going to be more added to this, um, or, or follow-up indictments uh, related to those who were, uh, you know, maybe weren't so much as the innocent hires of the, those 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 uh, advisors, assuming that this is what happened, um, but maybe had more of a true understanding of what happened, what was going on, and, and maybe who, those who ordered, you know, especially somebody who might have ordered it, like, you know, um, yeah. you know, a takedown special, like if, if the, if the client did that and, and they're big dollars, um, you're going to, I bet you some examples will be made here. They're, they're, you know, this, this is pretty serious. So yeah, I, for those who face takedowns, you should be following this case closely because if it's possible that you're in the space of these guys and you were attacked by them, at least maybe there's some, uh, civil, um, you know, jeopardy they could face. You got to is affected please contact our law firm please you know that's that's a you know let us know because we lost half of that all right so if you were on the other side of this like if you're the victim right all right paul is uh in bonus land right now so paul i'm just going to give you a minute uh <laughs> sorry buddy uh i just know uh, the audio people in particular, they can't, you know, when, when you disappear, then they don't, can't hear anything. But let me, let's jump into this um, point that Robert made, which is, you know, at, at the end of the day, whether or not people are outed by Amazon, whether or not they're outed by the courts, there will be more that comes of this. And that was Paul's main point before he faded away just then. Um, and, and Robert points out wisely, one guy paid them $200,000. They didn't do that on a whim, right? That's a top volume seller that got suspended. And I can actually show you the the part of the indictment that talks about it. And uh, for those, uh, let me see if I can just make this a little larger for you guys. And I apologize, there's some uh, profanity on the screen as a result of that. But basically, they're talking about you know, client one uh, sent a WeChat say, you know, they don't want to send this this uh, uh, two hundred thousand dollars that they've agreed to to get this client back in the US. They're, so they're trying to subvert the system. So they're like, do it in Hong Kong or India. And basically this means they know what they're doing is wrong, right? In, in my view, that's how I read it. And again, they're innocent until proven guilty. But the point is somebody put together uh, $200,000 to get their reinstatement. That just shows you what a high volume seller there was. And oh, yeah. There's intent. That, I mean, yeah. There's no getting. There's no getting around that. That that person's got to you know, lawyer up. Yeah, yeah. Intent is a, is a big legal thing, folks. Uh, that you know, if if it's it's one thing. Well, I, I won't. I'll give you the layman's view. If if you did something wrong, but you didn't know that it was wrong, uh, maybe you still are liable for it potentially. But intent makes it worse, right? The the penalties and the the uh, the I don't know the yeah, well, the degree of the crime matters, right? Like, yeah. you know, the degree of criminality is is oftentimes driven, is driven, most of the time driven by intent. And and so when I was talking earlier about willful blindness, for example, where, okay, there was no clear intent, but you kind of knew that's sort of this gray area where it's like, right. you kind of know what's going on. You're just kind of turning a blind eye to it, right? There, there's an element of intent even embedded in that. Um, but really, intent is, is you know, that that's you're putting some $200,000 in account and, and 
I mean, it's clear that they were trying to do this, this intentional, you know, it's fraud, right? Fraud is intentional misrepresentation, right? You know, um, if I sell you this uh, tchotchke and, and it's uh, counterfeit, and I didn't know it was counterfeit, you know, maybe there's no criminality to this because I didn't know any better, right? Um, uh, I didn't, I, I am committing misrepresentation as a tort, but if I knowingly sell you this counterfeit tchotchke, now I've committed a crime, right? So the intent adds to the criminality. And this is a criminal indictment. There's, there's, there's some really scary words here, like fraud and, uh, um, you know, it's pretty serious. Uh, yeah, and the, I mean, the way I read it, Paul, and again, I'm a, I'm a lay person, but if they were found guilty of, of some or all of these uh, charges, well, let's just say all of these charges, there's jail time, not, not just penalties of financial. There's criminal, like go to jail behind bars kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what that's what U.S. attorneys typically like to invest. Yes, this is a this is a big this is a big deal. This you know um, whether there'll be some sort of settlement or or, or resolution. Um, you know, I, I don't know if there's a slap on the wrist for this one. I I, I don't. I, I think there's going to be big fines and uh, you know. Probably, yeah, maybe the, the, if the behavior they allege is true, like it, it says here that a client for on multiple occasions, the members of the conspiracy collaborated on reinstatements of tax and other services for a specific client number four. And the, the attacks part of it is like, it's one thing to go, hey, can somebody over there pull the magic switch so I'll get my account back online? Now, yeah. if, if you're unfairly, if you're unfairly suspended as Amazon can do, then you kind of want the magic button, not to say, uh, you know, you, you can break laws to get there. But if you if your product is unsafe, like that you got safety warnings or other things that were legitimate, then you shouldn't try to subvert the system. And that's that's part of the, these allegations is the the you know, if you're legitimately taken down and then you subvert the system of safety to get around it, that's not cool. Paul, what do you think? No, I mean, it's never cool. Like, I mean, you should never subvert, especially safety uh, mechanisms and, and unsafe products. I mean, that that that's, I mean, sometimes it happens to everybody. Like every business owner at one time or another, I think experiences, right, not every business owner, but you know, so many business successful business owners, right, have experienced failures, right? Richard Branson went to, I don't know if he went to jail, but he got arrested for tax fraud. I don't know if you know that, right? Yeah, no. He was smuggling uh, records from Europe and trying to avoid value added tax by driving them into the UK, right? I mean, people make mistakes. You you may have made a product and it turns out it's subject to a recall. It may be subject to, uh, it, it may be deemed unsafe. There's ways to handle that. They're legal ways. Um, there's a cost to it because you may have to, you know, you now have a product you can't sell um and and you know it's a life lesson um but you know trying to subvert that you know by by bending the rules breaking the rules uh is never a good idea because it almost always comes back to bite you and it will be you know a hundred times more destructive in in the long run to you than you know taking the hurt now and learning from it and growing from it right You're, yeah. you know it's 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 just it's never worth it in the long run to take the you know try to take the easy way out especially when you know it's probably not the right thing to do, right? And you know it's it, you're, you probably should, you know, you know there's there's a better way to handle it. But um, well, this, I, I this the rule makes sense, Paul. You know, it's like do unto others as you would have them do unto you, right? And this is a timeless classic. It's like if uh, you know, I, I'm putting on the screen here uh, one example of sabotage and attacks. You know, 
at the request of client one, members of the conspiracy collaborated on multiple attacks. The client one offered to pay 35000 in cash to wipe out victim one's 3PL account, right? I mean, th this is like, that's terrible, terrible attacks on entrepreneurs who are trying to make money and, you know, make a living. Uh, and and that, that kind of stuff cannot be tolerated. Uh, and so... Yeah, I am a big believer in karma, too. I've always have been. So, I mean, I'm very cautious. You know, people sometimes, I sometimes see things, like I'll see consultants even doing things where I'm unauthorized practice of law. And, like, a part of me so badly wants to just go to the bar associate, you know, and say something. But it's like, I just karmatically just can't do it. Like, I, I just can't even because I just, I'm so, like, karma conscious. But, I mean, when you get even to the level, and, and that's legitimate because legitimately I'm like, that's so ridiculous that they're doing that. But I mean, some of these things that people are doing are just so awful. It's like, you've got to imagine the karma component of that. Like, like that's just not a way to run your business. I mean, that's how you're growing your business. In the long run, you may make some short-term profits, but you know, you're also tainting your business, right? You want to sell your business down the line and you've got that kind of history in your closet. Um, it's not going to be good, right? Because that stuff comes out of the wash when you try to sell your business, you know, it, it's, I, first thing in Amazon, I can't, I can't tell you how many Amazon uh, deals I've done this, this this last couple months has been insane. Uh, people selling their Amazon businesses. Um, the due diligence element, I mean, what comes out, the first thing they want to do is they want to see your account. They want the, they want to access your account and they're going to see everything, all right? And they're going to know your history. They're going to know who you hired. They're going to know what consultants you work with. They're going to know what practices i mean it, it all comes out and if it doesn't come out and it comes back to bite them later on they're going to sue you so either way you know this is no way to get ahead the, the yeah, long -term consequences are, are oftentimes worse than the short-term gain that that's the truth of it people think once you sell the business and you get a you know some cash that you're kind of out of it. it's like no no not if you committed fraud robert agrees uh, karma uh, he talks about maybe karma uh, this time, but others may have <laughs> made millions in the process. True enough, but uh, th those millions are not uh, safe, uh, Robert. Uh, you know, they're going to need it for legal defense. You know, yeah, not only that, that there's going to be uh, clawbacks that the uh, government comes back. Absolutely, uh, Andrea said, games. Absolutely, yeah, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Uh, karma will be coming into play. A lot of karma talk. So, uh, Paul, any other? Uh, any other I guess. Somebody call the karma police. Yeah, <laughs> it's inevitable. Uh, you know, what, what, what's the guy, uh, Bernie Madoff? You know, he, he got away with stuff for decades, but eventually. Mm -hmm. it good. Eventually. Right? And, he, and he, yeah, and he, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a perfect example. Like it just, it doesn't, they all come down in the end, right? You just watch the CNBC show, the fraud, the fraud show, right? All day long. These stories are just, you know, and, and Amazon, you know, it took the government a while to it, but it's they're catching up. You know, they're they're attention. They're, they're recognizing. This. Um, you know, the the way money is moved around on, I think, is raising concerns. I mean, I think I just think the government is is going about to do a deep deep dive. They're already doing it on the antitrust front. I think they're going to be doing a deep dive into sellers and and so be on our best behavior. Um, you know, and really compete ethically. And part of the reason which is frustrating, and I get this, is that we do have like a million, two million people in the world who don't have to play by the US rules because they don't live here and there's nothing the government can really do to them. And I get how frustrating that is. That's something that I've been working on with Online Merchant Skill. Um, I do think that there's been some, you know, changes in the law. Um, there was a case in California involving product liability. 
Um, you know, there's going to Amazon's going to get to a point where they're going to start pushing people to have to have insurance, for example, and it's it's going to help filter out a lot of the garbage that's coming through, and 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 people who are, you know, able to take advantage of the fact that states have no jurisdiction over, and 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 I get the frustration there, and I really do, and I think we need to do more to accelerate the U.S. government regulating that component of Amazon about kind of filtering out some of the the. The, the bad actors who just kind of take advantage of their unique position of not being subject to U.S. law, basically. Yeah, so that that is a really important point. And everybody who sees this is is still saying to themselves, I've said it to, to people I've talked to today, which is, I only wish this applied to global sellers because this is happening day to day. But the truth is, Amazon, uh, we know you're listening, by the way. I get uh, emails. I've met many friends at Amazon. Uh, take the action yourself. You don't have to wait for the government. Make sure that they have a, a U.S. tax ID number. Make sure they have U.S. bank accounts. Make sure they have product liability insurance, general liability insurance. Make sure that they have to follow the same bloody rules that we follow here in the U.S. as a domestic-based seller, including paying of federal and state taxes as appropriate. Be fair about it, and all of the problems go away. That, that, that's the fundamental point. My computer is just the worst. Uh, uh, so my, my, my point, everybody, is... Uh, have hope. Uh, Amazon will take more and more action, I think, on this as they're forced to. They're, they're going to have to because they're going to. The law is changing on that front. Like I said, the law is changing. I mean, the courts are finding that Amazon, you know, the product liability cause, they're finding Amazon will be held accountable for this stuff. So if Amazon's at risk, then now they're going to start making sure people have insurance. They got to. They're going to be rethinking this business model soon because. The courts are finally rising up to the uh, Amazon is the retailer in the chain of custody. And we've actually had some cases of seller uh, indemnity with Amazon. Uh, we've had to deal with that uh, where Amazon will contact the seller from like four years ago and say, you need to indemnify us for this product liability claim. Um, so we're seeing Amazon's cleaning that up. I think, I think we're going to see more and more that that party is going to slowly dwindle down, but um, you know, yeah. sooner. And I understand the frustration. That's an important point. And so, listen, the, the takeaways for today, everybody. First of all, these indictments are serious. This is a, a big problem. Um, we don't know the, the facts of the case other than what we can read in the indictment. Um, if it's true, uh, you know, fullest extent of the law, let's, let's uh, see, you know, full punishment to set an example and to discourage others from doing it. If it's not, you know, uh, let's, let's let them get through the thing and they're innocent until proven guilty. Secondly, there will be changes that are going to happen that will be positive for Amazon sellers on the, the, the fair play front, which means we all have to have product liability insurance. Um, we all have to pay taxes and, and so on and so forth. There, there are fair things that, that will make this work for everyone. And ultimately, that leads to better competitors, more consistency, and um, you know less kind of uh, Wild West atmosphere on these so-called marketplaces. Uh, they, they, these are more the marketplaces. They are the platforms, and uh, they, they have to, you know, be involved on in the policing of this uh, on a greater extent. Uh, we're running out of time here, Paul. I've, I took up more time than I thought of yours. Um, uh, thanks for final words you have. Like I said, I mean, if. You know, I, I think the I think the message at the end is the point. It's like you know, really, you know, to the extent you you may have been conducting business in ways that you think might be, you know, not the best conduct. Reach out to us. Let's talk. 
Um, let's see what we can do to mitigate. We've seen a lot. We're not, we don't judge people. We don't, we don't yell at you. We don't get mad at you, but talk to a lawyer in confidence and let's see what we can do to mitigate. We've seen a lot of these things. Um, obviously be mindful about um, who you work with and, and the opportunities that sometimes befall you and, and, and looking for the easy way out. And, um, you know, uh, keep your head up. And, 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 you know, I think at the end of the day, like Steve was saying just now, like at the end of the day, this is for the better. Like a lot of what Amazon is doing, actually, you know, even the disclosure of, of your company, right? Do you know how many foreign companies now want to have U.S. companies because they don't want to be seen as foreign, right? These are things. Things are getting better. I think Amazon's starting to recognize that the government wants to see the marketplace regulated fairly um, and stop allowing these types of opportunities for advantages to happen. And um, and I think that works in everyone's favor. So please. Um, hang in there and um, we'll keep you posted on, on what's going on with this indictment. And uh, as, as it progresses, I'm sure we'll be back to talk about it some more. I'm certainly happy to come back and talk about it some more. And, um, yeah. and you know, if you have any questions, you know how to reach out to me. It's Paul at ecomattorneys.com. Um, and, uh, or, you know, um, and that's it. I don't know. Happy, happy Friday, I guess. Uh, well, that's it. Very good points, uh, always from Paul. Thanks for jumping on here last minute. Uh, Thanks, Steve. I figured it's important that we just share some of the, the insights. And for everybody, I just want you guys to remember: if you're trying to build equity, you're trying to build a business, you want to sell it eventually. Get your get your ducks in a row. Get your legal stuff right, and do it without going broke. That's the point. And uh, Paul and his uh, concept, and and Jeff, for that matter, they've put this stuff together to be a solution without it being something that breaks you. And so no matter your size, get in the game and, and uh, check out sellerbasics.com, ecom attorneys. And we will come back and talk about this because, you know, I want everybody to go read that indictment. And because it, it yeah. is, those allegations are serious, they're damning. And if you have done any of those behaviors, you better get right with the, uh, uh, the authorities as quick as you can. Uh, certainly start with attorneys. Don't don't go directly to authorities. But make sure that if you ever hired those services that you talk to an attorney and prepare yourself for what may be coming from Amazon doing a sweep of those uh, things. There's lots of things that could come from this. So be prepared. As always, I love entrepreneurs. I know Paul does. And uh, we are wishing for everybody success. And let's just do it the right way, everybody. We don't have to, we don't have to rip off people or hurt people. Uh, let's be the good guys. So that's it, uh, Paul. Uh, if you want to check this out later, go to awesomers.com slash 199, episode 199. All done, everybody. Love it. Bye. See you later. Thanks so much.